You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Mind of the Meanie is now an exclusive brand partner with WWEShop.com. Pick up all your favorite new merchandise from Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. Cody Rhodes. I have to finish the story. LA Knight. Let me talk to you. And more using our exclusive link in the show notes. Click below and show your support today for your favorite WWE superstar at WWEShop.com. Yeah! Meanie! Yes, sir. I have a poem for you. Are you ready? I'm ready as I've ever ready as I'll never be. I'm gonna use my Sam Krebs impression. Roses are red, violets are blue. Trim your balls and your date will thank us too. What's up, fellas? Valentine's Valentine's Day is knocking, and Manscaped is the remedy for what the love doctor ordered. His prescription, the all-new performance package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your grooming game shine like the heartthrob that you are. So join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. So go to manscaped.com and snag 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MIND. Meanie and Meanie, I'll tell you, I've had some accidents before with Little John on the East Side, boys. I haven't had any now. I had a bush that looks like I have a clown in a headlock and there's no more problems now anymore with Manscaped. So tell me, sir, how are you getting ready for Valentine's Day? This Valentine's Day, I will not be a stupid Cupid. I will be using my performance package 5.0 Ultra to keep the uh, the bushel nicing uh, kept around the hedges. So uh, when it comes to that special time, my special loved one, uh, there will be not be no embarrassing mistakes or anything. It'll be a great time thanks to Anscaped. Right. Let's talk about the hero of Valentine's Day, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. The electric trimmer features skin safe technology, guarding your V Day treasure against any grooming mishaps. So, little John and the Eastside boys will be the safest they've ever been. It also comes with their brightest LED spotlight yet. It's brighter than your best romantic smile, perfect for precise grooming, even in the trickiest spots. Oh, and also, meaning, I don't know if you know this, but it's waterproof too. What? I know, right? Making shower shaves absolute breeze but hey that's not everything the love doctor ordered this package also contains the weed whacker 2.0 nose hair trimmer manscapes liquid formulations and two free goodies the shed travel bag and boxers 2.0 because comfort is king for all my dogs and for a happy ending there's the manscape refined cologne it's the valentine's day touch for your grooming routine elevate that grooming routine and set the stage for a romantically smooth celebration and also for guys like us the bearded kings manscape brings you the beard hedger pro kit designed to shape your scruff effortlessly it sculpts your cheek lines and maintains beard styles giving you that suave look for your romantic moments seamlessly handling even thicker beards pal it's the perfect tool for a polished date ready appearance so go right now today what are you waiting for Get 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MINDMEANY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code MINDMEANY because your grooming upgrade awaits you, ready to charm your Valentine's date. And we want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring the program. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. 
Peace World, and welcome to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, a remote Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Why do you sound so far away? Ah. <laughs> uh, I can't even understand you. Ribs on the air. We like ribs <laughs> on the air. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, you're in uh, Florida, I and am. I'm uh, and I'm cold. Son of a bitch. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a it is a luxurious. Good. It's a luxurious seventy four degrees uh, here. Uh, I so nice. Now, listen, I, like I told you, I got off the airplane. I had my hoodie on, and I got so I had a layover in Miami, and then it was like a I don't know. Miami oh, is don't. the worst. The Miami is the worst fucking airport in the history of the world. Like I, it was miles. It felt like miles to get from one side of the gate. Like it was like we were at gate D nineteen, and we had to go to like gate. 30 d30 right so like oh it's like you know uh, how many gates 11 at the most this should be easy we walked malcolm muscle man malcolm and i walked for probably 30 minutes to get to this gate it felt like i was like why is this airport so big (laughs) i don't like this everybody i know this weekend is either uh they were either going to tampa or miami before the uh jericho cruise Mm. Like everybody knows, posted pictures in Miami. Like, eh, I'm like, what's going on in Miami? Oh, that's where the Jericho cruise leaves from. But, right, right. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, just recapping, you know, uh, we had a very cool uh, 200th, 200th episode mm-hmm. uh, last week, which was a uh, very, uh, very cool, very humbling. Had a lot of people reach out, and uh, the uh, feedback from that episode was really cool too. And um, you know, it just it was it was just really cool to see who all reached out and you know said congratulations, to recap and everything. And uh, we got a uh, one uh, <laughs> we got one uh, congratulations uh, sent uh, a date the day the show dropped. Yes. And, um. I I want to we'll go. I'm I'm going to play it, and then. I, I, there's a story to it, but I don't want to give away give away who it is yet. But uh, uh, this was supposed to be on episode 200, uh, but it came the day of. So uh, let's uh, see who sent in a congratulations. Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Cassio, and you're listening kind of to. Oh, you didn't know? What are you I, doing? Man, I just, something stinks. Something stinks. It's bur- like sulfur. It's burning my. Oh God! It's pungent. It's. Uh... Oh God! What is it? You know. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. like a. Like a mini fart. Like oh. a blue mini fart. I was gonna say a blue mini car seat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we're just kidding, blue meanie. We can't really smell your farts from here. <laughs> Well, at one time I thought I did, but it was just a paper mill. Um, anyway, we want to say congratulations to you guys, uh, Meanie, to you and Adam uh, on 200 episodes wow. 
of uh, of whatever your whatever your podcast is called. Condominium. Uh, this. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Two hundred episodes take seven of uh, 200 episodes of Mind yes. of Meanie and show you my weenie. It's a Bennett episode. Climatic pleasure. Tiger King didn't have 200 episodes. That was no. a good show. No. Tiger 200 King. episodes is the feat. Right, right. He, if he sends pictures of his feet, yes, I will. Adam, not blue me. Don't talk about that. My bad. It was one time. So, and Meanie, if you could bottle your farts, if you could find glass strong enough, uh, there's something to sell on those babies, too. Uh, out of probably the to the highest bidder, too, of uh, WMDs. Out of 200 episodes, <laughs> do you think one, there's been one that didn't have the word fart in it? Mm, not a chance. Not a chance. Mm. I mean, that might be, but I. And I'm we saying. wouldn't have it any other way, my friend. Right. Fart away. I hope you fart for a hundred more episodes at least, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and and uh, for real though, congratulations, man. We always appreciate you chiming in here and having you on as a guest. Uh, I'd love to be a guest on your show one day. Hold Casio to that, um, and he'll sit in for me. But but congratulations to you guys, <laughs> and uh, happy holidays. I guess I don't know when this is taped. When this is <laughs> me, Adam. Congratulations, guys. Two hundred yeah. episodes. You're blue meanie. You're blue meanie. That was amazing. Thank you to uh, Road Dog and Cassio uh, Kid for uh, reaching out. And now here's the story with that, right? They uh, they have a producer, Dominic, friend of the show, Dominic. Yep. And uh, who I refer to as Dama Bowie, you know, instead of Baba. <laughs> He's Dama Bowie. I'm going to say Dom. until it catches on. Uh, Dom A. Period Bowie. Yes. Uh, Dom, uh, I got an email the day the show drops going, oh shit, I thought I had more time. Here's <laughs> the clip. And uh, better late than never. True. Uh, I say uh, thank you to Zero Dog and the, the Casio Kid. Um, dude, I love their podcast. Actually, I'm wearing one of their shirts today. The uh, Ventura Club shirt. Why don't you tell uh, me? 1974. <laughs> uh, it's like... Uh, their show is so good, but and uh, me is me watch their live streams and we watch them over there at uh, ad free shows. Shout out to ad free shows. Uh, but yeah, again, thank you, Road Dog. Thank you, uh, Casio. And um, here's to uh, two hundred more. It's a, it's amazing that like my farts have become like something of a legend. That uh, you know, one day I'm going to have to fart in their presence just to you know, yeah. Sure, they don't want me to, but uh, it's you know. required now. Though I think now that they've mentioned it on that clip, it's required. It's required reading for them. I think. Yeah, it's a, but. Hopefully, we're in a room where I have had the proper uh, ammunition for that. <laughs> yeah, I, hopefully, it's after a fiber. Hopefully, it's a, after a day of me of drinking PBRs where. Mm-hmm. I do the walking fart from my bedroom to the bathroom to, you know, like, do <laughs> fat man walking music, you know, but oh it's, God. but, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, they, 
<laughs> they were supposed to send it, uh, you know, and uh, it came late. So uh, happy 201, I guess. Yeah. So hey. uh, there we go. Happy 201 but, uh, to those who celebrate as well. So. Yes. But uh, yeah, man, uh, you're in Florida and I am jealous. Yep. And uh, I mean, how's, 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 you're down there, well, a little inside base, but well, not inside, you're down there yeah. for the rumble. I am. Yes, I am here for uh, the Royal Rumble, which is, uh, as we're recording this, uh, is tonight. Um, but as you're listening to this was on Saturday night. So um, yeah. you'll know, you'll know who won. Yeah, I really, Saturday pay-per-views are immensely better just on a whole host of reasons, uh, specifically for my schedule, because, uh, you know, coming down here and having to go on a, on a Sunday would be the shits. But um, yes. But it's, uh, yeah, so I'm down here doing um, media work for, uh, I'll show you my, my mic flag that I bought here, uh, Foundation Radio, as part of the Premier Podcast Network. So I'm very official when it comes to doing my conversations uh, on uh, the, the media stuff. Um, it's been a really wild couple of days. Um, I went, so I got here Thursday. Uh, we got, I got settled in. I'm in a really nice Airbnb. I'm about four minutes away from Tropicana Field. Uh, which is purposeful because uh, there's also something called Gasparilla that's going on down here today. Are you familiar with that? No, spark me up. It is basically the Mardi Gras of uh, Florida, of the oh. Florida area. And so I guess the WWE decided they looked at that scheduling and went, yeah, okay, this works. So uh, it was <laughs> apparently it's going to be a, a shit show down here. And I. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what time to book my Uber so I don't get, you know, hit with like a hundred dollar Uber. But um, it's uh, no, it's been great. It's been a wonderful. Yesterday was was the entire the big media day started at nine o'clock. Uh, we went over to one of the Hiltons over uh, down on the other side of, San, of uh, Tampa, and uh, it was great, man. It was a wonderful day. Um, and you can go check out the videos now. I've posted all of my conversations. I call them foundation chats. They're on my YouTube page. So if you go to YouTube.com. Uh, slash foundation radio pod. You'll find everything there. They're all right in a playlist. Got a chance to catch up with Kofi Kingston and Nia Jax. Uh, I saw Shayna Baszler and the Alpha Academy again, Bronson Reed. Then I had a chance to talk with the New Day, which was really cool. Got to speak to all three of them at one time. And um, uh, there's a bit of a come, come somewhat viral video going around of me now doing the, um, you know, the world heavyweight champion dance with the New Day on my <laughs> social media. Uh, I did not expect that. I was talking to Kofi and, you know, you, some of you just started up. Hey, Kofi, how you doing? Nice to meet you. My name's Adam. And we get started on the recording. And I said, I'm here with former WWE champion. And he went, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't, you can't do it like that. So we did the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a coffee guy, as you know, I'm also an energy drink guy and it was very early. Uh, I don't sleep well when I'm away just as a, you know, uh, in also inside baseball, um, and so I was a little jittery at that early in the morning and I was kind of like rushing through and he was like, oh man, you, you know, you used to like kind of ribbing me a little bit. You rushed through. And so I didn't realize that they were all going to have this opportunity to interview them at the Boys and Girls Club, which was a super cool thing that they did down here. They, uh, they had a whole event and whole presentation for a group down here um, for the Boys and Girls Club. Very cool. And uh, so I went up and I said, Kofi, you know, I would, I, I'm hopeful that you would allow me to um, redeem myself. Uh, after this morning's event. And so 
yeah, I thought it was going to be Kofi and I doing it. And then I see Xavier and Big E start doing it. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I'm filming this right now. You know? And like, we're all doing the hip thrusting and stuff. And, and they complimented me on my, on my, you know, my looser hips as opposed to this morning, which I said, thank you. I stretched Your before birthing I came. hips? My birth, my childbearing hips. Yeah. Uh, I said, thank you. I stretched before I came. Uh, and also I know not to dance on the one or not to clap on the ones and threes uh, because I do as, you know, I do have rhythm. So it was, uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful event, um, but it is uh, slowly kind of creeping around the internet right now. So um, no, it's been, it's been <laughs> I, can't, a, I can't wait for the remixes, man. Yeah. People do. <laughs> Somebody's going to put Still Tipping by Mike Jones over it, and I'm going to just die. It's going to be great. Um, so it's, uh, no, man, it's been, it's been a wonderful time. Um, you know, it was, uh, and then last night there was an event down at a spot called Crowbar in Tampa. Uh, with friend of the show, Mega Ran, um, who nice. ran this. It was very cool. AJ Francis was there, Big Swole, uh, Max Caster, Leo Rush. It was a bunch of, you know, um, you know, wrestling people and also the kind of a, a wrestling and meets hip hop event. Uh, it was really cool. I met a lot of colleagues down there and a lot of people that were in the space uh, as we were, you know, working through all the stuff from the morning. Uh, so it was fun. It was been, it's been a really nice time. Um, so I guess, uh, yeah, I mean, but it, you know, Florida weather is nice. Um, I haven't hit any humidity yet, which is good, but, uh, yeah, it's been fun so far, man. I'm really enjoying myself. So, but how are you? Dude, How's Philadelphia? Uh, actually it's not too bad. Uh, we're in the fifties. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, we had that fucking snowstorm last week Ugh, oh, yeah, and, uh, most of that's going away you know it's so weird one day it's like 10 degrees next is like fucking 50 it's supposed to get to, up to 60 which is pretty cool oh wow yeah so uh we're, we're today's gonna be a bum around day it's a bad day had a hectic week last week gonna have a hectic week next week uh, and um i'm trying not to spoil anything uh <laughs> So today's going to be just like just kind of chill and uh, you know have a have a have a comfortable day. We'll we'll kick back and watch the rumble and see how that goes. And uh, I mean, gotta give it to WWE, man. These they, they've made. I mean, the rumble's always been one of the top four pay per views, but yeah. You know, now that they've moved them, basically they've done the WrestleMania treatment where they moved them to stadiums as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Where they have like you know Mania in the stadium, Rumble in the stadium, now SummerSlam in the stadiums. <clears throat> That's a uh, very cool to you know to see where where it's where it's come from to where it's it's going. You know, if you watch the first ever Royal Rumble, it looks like it, uh, basically it, it looks like a glorified house show with yeah, you know, like a, a, a you know a couple cameras set up and stuff like that and. One narrow eye, one narrow aisleway where guys are like running into each other as they're being eliminated and coming out and stuff like that. And very interesting. And now it's again, it's it's a this huge spectacle, yeah. just like WrestleMania. And it's so cool. And um, I love the concept, you know, because wrestling is all about the element of surprise. And yeah. um, you know, uh, there's you know. Hints of uh, who could be, you know, returning tonight, and uh, mm-hmm. we shall see. Um, you know, of course, we're recording this one, you know, Rumble morning, and uh, debuts like two days after. So, you know, uh, 
we're either going to look really smart or really dumb. Uh, so, <laughs> well, I was just thinking I wanted to ask you since we're forecasting into the future a little bit. Let's pretend like we already know because we already know who's going to win the rumble, right? We're like we're pretty aware. We're pretty we're pretty solid on yeah. this. Uh, so I want to ask you sort of the forecast later on. How do you feel now um, to see Roman Reigns challenge the immortal Hulk Hogan at uh, WrestleMania 40 after he won the Royal Rumble tonight? Oh. <laughs> well, you know, brother. <laughs> I would say absolutely, but man, knowing the condition of his back, I, don't, I can't see how he would uh, he would legit have to win. He can't, he can't go over the top rope. Yeah, it's kind of like when Iron Sheik won the uh, the gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania and he, yeah. at WrestleMania seventeen. They're like Sheik has to win. He can't go over the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that makes sense. I can see that. I know why they did that. Yeah. Yeah, book but, yourself into a victory, you know. Just honest uh, to God. But you know, um, yeah, I think it'll come down to at least. Uh, I think it's going to come down to they. They've kind of teased that's going to come down to uh, Punk and Cody, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know, dude, imagine like um, they have that moment where everybody's out of the ring and it's Punk and Cody, and they're kind of like when they had Hogan Warrior. Yeah. You know, they, they limit two, two people and they looked at each other and they had to, to stare off and the crowd just comes up and they go to, uh, you know, lock up and the next contestant comes in and, you know, cock blocks the, uh, the, 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 the you know, cock blocks the, uh, the, 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 the fisticuffs, I'm trying yep. to say. Yeah. You know, where they get touched, somebody runs in and then breaks it up, you know, and there's cold water on it. So, uh. That's why I see. I, I either see Cody and, and Punk having a moment where they, you know, everybody out of the pool except for Punk and Cody, and they have that, you know, stare off, you know, and they, you know, they should they should realize they're the only two in the ring. Slowly walk towards each other, do the Hogan rocks, you know, stare at the crowd, stare at the crowd, mm-hmm. and then they have the countdown, and the next guy comes in and throws cold water in the whole thing, and yeah. you know, runs in and double close lines them both. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, you know, yep. and then maybe it comes down to them being the final two at the end or something like that. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Be interesting. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting now, not knowing how they what the uh, condition of Seth Rollins' knee is going to be. You know, so. well, right? Yeah, I mean, he's still. You know, there's some level of injury that's still taking place here. I mean, that the knee injuries are, even though it's an MCL and it wasn't, you know. Uh, the other, what is it, the ACL? I think that that right. is the like the more strenuous part of his leg. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to call it with Seth. Um, it, it sounds like he could potentially be back for Mania, but that's three months. You know, you need at least four months to, to heal that knee up. And it's like, well, I don't know. And, and, and I think there's just, this is the first rumble I feel like that I haven't been able to call it and who's going to win, right? Because there's so many different people that they've been building these stories around. You have Cody, you have Punk, you have Drew that could potentially win again. You have Gunther that's been, it's called his shot and it is now ready to, to lead the charge. Um, one of the prevailing things that we were kind of talking about yesterday at, at some, of the, some of the colleagues at the Media Scrum is that if yeah. Cody enters at number one, a lot of us feel like he would then go the distance, right? Yeah. I think if Cody enters anywhere else but number one, I don't think he's going to win. Now, again, this is us talking on Saturday. Like, it may be different by the time you hear this on Monday. But 
it's I I have reservations about Cody winning again. He might do it. They may finish the story, but I could also see Punk going over and them adding that additional layer to Cody getting back to Roman by maybe doing it at the Elimination Chamber. But I just yeah. I can't I just cannot call it on this one. I the Men's Royal Rumble is and anything goes, you know, there's still, I think there's only 17 people that have officially announced for the Rumble. Uh, so there's still a host of other people that can come through. Um, I haven't seen X-Pac down here because I know that's the big rumor is that he's going to be back in the Rumble this year. But I haven't seen him, you know, anywhere in Florida yet. So uh, I am uh, I'm excited to see if he will be here. Do you have any, you have any predictions as to maybe, you know, obviously, you know, you know, we're just gaming it here, but uh, any predictions who you might think will be a surprise entry in the Rumble this year? It, it's got to be too soon for Okada, right? Yeah, he's still under contract, I think. But oh, maybe. 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 Who knows? Uh, I mean, I'm always thinking, you know, maybe Sasha comes back for the Women's Rumble. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely uh, the possibility of Jade Cargill. You know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, she'll be in the the women's rumble. Uh, far as men's, man, uh, I would have said Bully Ray, but he's on the Jericho cruise, right? Uh, right. Because I saw him in Miami. I saw him post something in Miami. I was like, "Oh, what's he doing in Florida?" I was like, "Oh, Jericho cruise." But um, man, there's a, there's a lot of possibilities. I'm I'm, I'm I'm just trying to think of who's still out there that who could, you know, I'm sure we'll have seen it again or something like that. But, yeah. you know, uh, so many the old faithfuls, you know, and they're in Florida, too. So it's not like, you know, you don't have a rich, a rich uh, well to uh, dip from because most, you know, pro wrestlers live in Florida now. So, right. Well, we'll see. Uh, I mean, for me, the biggest one would be if somehow if Okada can you know, work out a, you know, just a, a surprise appearance, you know, work out somehow with New Japan to mm-hmm. do it. So, you know, they know he's not coming back. So what's the point of, you know, keeping him around or not letting him, you know, make an appearance, you know, yeah. in the Rumble. Yeah. So, uh, well, dude, you know, what if MGF shows up, you know? Well, again, that's, <clears throat> he, you know, they, haven't said they've officially signed a new contract yet. I wouldn't be surprised, man. I mean, wrestling is in this crazy state right now. It's it's been uh, it's been interesting to be a wrestling fan right now because I, I like again outside of the Rumble, I can't remember a time where I felt excited as excited to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, uh, with just with everything happening, right? But yeah. I. I don't know. It's tough to say about MJF. I, I think he I think he's definitely going to be heading there at some point. Yeah. I don't know if it's now, but like for me in my mind, I'm going, okay, well, now that's the fourth person that has left the organization, right? Yeah. You have Cody, Punk, who were stars, you know, who or who built themselves up before they came in. But your two biggest homegrown stars. You know, Jade and, and and MJF jump and ship. Like, what what happened, right? Like, how did this, how was this allowed to happen? And the reporting is indicating, initially it was sounding that it, um, MJF had re-signed his contract already, but just hadn't announced. 
But now they're saying that potentially MJF hasn't signed a new contract and they haven't met on the money side. If I'm Hunter and I'm looking at it from a business perspective, I'm snagging him. I'm picking him up immediately. What do you want? What do you want? Because that's only going to damage their competitor, right? So it's uh, and of that's course. from the business aspect. It's like, what do you want? How much money do you want? How much can I give you? What do you need to come in here to work for us? Your contract is up; it's expired. What do you want? Um, so I know, uh, you know, I have some friends who work in the in the you know the gambling world, and they're saying that MJF is like I don't know, a, a pretty good. They're like they have bets on whether or not he's going to show up at the Rumble this year already. So. Right. Um, but no, I mean, it's, I could definitely see him going. I mean, just where else can you see a talent publicly saying he wants to go to the WWF on a competitor's TV? Right. (laughs) Right. It's just like, it seems like a foregone conclusion, but, um, yeah, I can see, I definitely see MJF going there. I mean, growing up in New York, you know, WWE's. A New York territory, you know, so to speak, you know, uh, you know, back in the day when you signed with WWE, oh, he's going to New York, you know, so yeah. even though they're based in Connecticut, but, um, you know, it's, it's definitely a possibility. Um, and the fact that you really haven't heard anything since his last match, you know, yeah. so I'm sure he's got people, you know, pulling for him between Cody and, and Punk, you know, yeah. you know, you know, you want a, a guy like MGF in the locker room, you know, because you know you're going to have a, a great match, a great feud. You know, he can talk, you know. He'll have to taper himself a little bit, you know, you know right. some of this stuff. But, you know, he's talented enough to where he can he can work anywhere, you know. Yeah, absolutely. He, work in, he can work within anybody's parameters. I think he could – I definitely think he could make it make it work if he went over to WWE. Um, I think it's it's – MJF is the next, I think, big megastar in wrestling. And I think he has all the features of of being that megastar. I just don't know how, and I don't mean this to, to sound nasty, but it's like I don't know that AEW, at least right now, has the infrastructure to allow him to grow that big, right? All right. Uh, and again, like that's not to say anything negative about AEW. That's not anything about it. It's yeah. just the realities of their business model and how their company works, right? It just is what it is. Here comes the um, letters. Yeah, God, here we go. Here comes the tweets again. I am not anti AEW people. Please yeah. stop tweeting at me. No, I'm kidding. But um, no, it's it's it's. I I absolutely want to see AEW succeed, and I absolutely want to see there be a healthy competition. But I do think if MJF jumps ship, I think that potentially could light a spark under Tony's ass to be like, okay, okay, what do I need to do to fix? You know, instead of going on Twitter and saying all kinds of, of wild stuff, it's like, okay, what do I need to do to, to win this? You know, what do I need to do to really do this, right? How yeah. am I going to advance this product to get to their level? And I think that could potentially have huge ramifications. But um, yeah, MJF could work anywhere. Um, I think there's probably, for me, a better shot of seeing Jade in the women's rumble than MJF. Um, yeah. I think, and I've, I've long maintained that Jade is going to be the one that dethrones Rhea at some point. 
Um, either that or they build Nia Jax up to be the one that takes the belt off of Rhea and then it's Jaden Nia after that. Um, but I, I, I don't know, man. I wouldn't be surprised. Like I said, it's, it's so hard to call uh, anything about this Rumble this time around. So yeah. uh, I'm excited. And it's cool to like be at the event too. Like I've, I know you've worked the rumble before, which is the coolest fucking thing in the entire world. Like, <laughs> yeah. like amazing. Right. Um, and I have, this will be the first time I've ever gone to a rumble. And now, you know, hopefully I'll be sitting up top in the press box, watching down as the entire thing unfolds. So yeah. it's, um, it's really rad, dude. It's, it's a, it's going to be a really rad experience. It's going to be a super exciting night. Stay tuned to socials over the next like week or so and see all the content I have coming out and everything that's going on there. Um, but I wanted to also talk to you about some Philly news that we were talking about a little bit yesterday. Uh, okay. Reese, Reese Hoskins Ugh. has officially left the Philadelphia Phillies. And I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Oh, man. What a, what a bummer. Yeah. I was sitting there. I was sitting in, you know, my living room at Casa Domini. And uh, I was scrolling through the socials and somebody retweeted uh, the Milwaukee Brewers social media of, you know, welcoming Reese, Hos Reese Hoskins to the Milwaukee Brewers. And it just... I had to double check and triple check and just, you know, uh, you know, so sad to see him go. A guy who came up through the system, the Philadelphia Philly system, to see him uh, shine and have so many big moments, you know, especially when the Phillies made the playoffs, got to a World Series, you know, and, and um, you know, last year, you know, he uh, blew out his knee, you know, in, in spring training and there was hopes that like if the Phillies made it to the world series that he would have been able to come back and at least play in the world series for them. Right. It wasn't the B which made it even more sadder, but to, just to know that he's, he's no longer with the Phillies. He signed with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers two years, 34 million, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. It just, what a fucking bummer, you know, just, uh, and pitchers and catchers report soon to, where you are. Yep. Down in Florida. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, because, you know, he was our first baseman for a while. Uh, for, you know, he played a little bit of outfield too. But now with uh, Bryce Harper being the new first baseman because of his, his arm situation, he, you know, it's better, you know, for his, uh, he, he tore, uh, he had Tommy John surgery. I was going to say, I thought that's what it was, was the Tommy John. Yeah. Yeah, Tommy John surgery. He was a, a right fielder. Yep. And now they've uh, converted him to first base, which was Reese's position. And um, it just uh, it it sucks the way it works out. But that's the that's the nature of the business. I mean, we're talking about like how MJF's going to go from possi possibly go from AEW to WWE, and that's how sports works too. And uh, yep. he kind of knew Reese was going and. You know, it's just going to be, it's sad to see him go, but uh, there's still hope that, like, once his deal is up with uh, Milwaukee, that somehow, miraculously, he can figure a way back to come back to uh, the Phillies, you know? Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe play outfield or something like that, like he had, he had done before. So, who knows? Uh, you know, uh, we're, this is a championship uh, weekend in NFL. NFL is going to be wrapping up soon, and soon it's going to be baseball season. Can't fucking wait. 
I literally can't wait for baseball season to start. Yeah. There's something magical about baseball season because it's long. It's during the summer. You don't have to watch every pitch, but you can have it. Like sometimes I'll put on baseball and just have it on in the background. You know, exactly. Kind of just, we put it on while we're cleaning the house or, you know what I mean? Like some those those spring days that are super nice. It's like 70-something degrees. You finally yeah. crack the windows open. You put baseball on the TV. Like what's fucking better than that? Nothing. The Dude, nothing. fucking, you know, bust out the grill and Mrs. Meany starts grilling and I put a, I put, you know, uh, the radio broadcast on, you know? Yes. Yes, dude. Dude, there was something magical about being a kid, being a Phillies fan. Yes. You, you could walk down the street anywhere. Everybody would have their windows open and you hear Harry Callis talking, you know, through yep. the windows. Yep. People always, always had Harry Callis on the, the radio. And now, you know, the, 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 the announced team they have got going right now is pretty good. The Philly been very fortunate to have really, really, really good announcers. Yes, absolutely. You got uh, Fransky and you got Fransky on the uh, the radio. Uh, and then you got uh, Tom McCarthy on mm-hmm. TV. And uh, it's so good. It's so good. We, we, it, it's, it's weird because, like, you'll watch – you know, radio feeds, uh, or, or you hear uh, you hear play by play from either national or another team's feed, and it's just like just not the same. Mm-mm. And I'm just like, man, we're so blessed to have you know great announcers here in Philly for baseball and football. You know, yeah. we got a yeah. Merrill, and Mike, you know, so, what a combination uh, too. Like, it's, there's it. It, and I know we, we've talked about this, about Maryland, like, you know, we talk about it because they're great. They're amazing. And it's just like, but unless, until you experience that live energy from them, there's yeah. something that is just next level when you have that running while you're watching. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's so uniquely Philadelphia, but like you can, it translates to the entire country and it's just so dope. So great. And, and and the, the awesome part, we also have like former players. We have Larry Anderson doing the radio with Scott Fransky you know, on TV with Tom McCarthy. We have John Kruk, who he yeah. <laughs> the best thing about Kruk is he's a wrestling fan, and he's like, man, this. I hope this game ends soon. I got SmackDown on the DVR back at home, or you know. <laughs> He's going to be on his glory in the WrestleMania weekend, you know? So. Oh, my God. I hope we run into him. I hope I hope he we can find a way for him to show up at Meanie Mania. I will lug every piece of equipment that I own that we record with down to the fucking bar. I have an extra microphone, and I will bring all that. So, Crocker, if you're listening, which we know, I know you are, sir, fan of the show, friend of the show, please join us for Meanie Mania at McCusker's for WrestleMania weekend. It would be an honor and a privilege, sir. So just put it out there. Absolutely, man. He uh, he follows me, and uh, we've interacted here and there. So you know, uh, if I I finally got the uh, poster art for Meanie Mania, Ooh. so once I start posting that, and maybe I'll tag him in it. Yeah. See if he see, see if he wants. Hey, it's uh, right near the ballpark. But then again, he might be in Florida doing spring training. Who knows? Mm. But. Uh, we could remote them in. Well, we have our ways. <laughs> we can coax them. 
That's right. Yeah. You know that the meme of that kid that or the the gif of the kid who's going like this and he's jumping up and down. You know, that's what I'll I'll reply to him with that. <laughs> How do you bring that up? What is that from? Like, I, I wish I wish there was a show where they would do the origins of of gifs and memes. I actually don't know. I think it was from. I believe it was from some kind of sports game, but I don't know yeah. which one. Um, there's one I send to Mrs. Goober all the time. It's this little heavy set kid who is going like this. He's and you can watch this at patreon.com slash of the if you want to see what I'm doing. But he kind yeah. of is like giving the hot eyes and he does the eyebrows yeah. up and down, you know? And I send that to Mrs. Goober all the time and she hates it, but I love it. <laughs> and she um that kid is actually was from it was like a baseball game, and the the camera people were focusing on him and his mom. And I guess he realized he was on the camera and he was like, you know, he was looking straight at the game, but then he looked at the camera and he would go like this, right? So then they would put it back on the game and they'd cut back to him and he'd be looking at him again and he was just like locked eyes at the camera, right? This went on for like four or five minutes where they were like cutting back and forth between the game and this kid and he's making all these faces and then he was just like, you know. And it was just like, <laughs> it became an internet thing and I'm like, this is the best shit I've ever seen. So... Um, I but no, I think it was. I believe it was some sports game that he was jumping up and down at. So, um, oh, Schlichter just said, "What up, Schlichter?" Schlichter that the Philadelphia Phillies are in Washington on April sixth. Nice. Which means, all by. So you're saying there's a chance. That's right. Crucker does typically not do road games, so there's hope. Hot dog. Let's fucking go. Hot dog and a handshake. Meanie, Goober, and Crucker on one episode. Yes. It's going to fuck. That's going to be the name of the episode, too. Meanie, Goober, and Crucker. So, yeah. Um, drink a beer. Let's drink uh, a beer. I want to. That's the episode. With the three heads sitting at the bar drinking a beer. I love it. Yep. That's the episode. Um, you know, Meanie. What's that, Adam? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, Meanie. They are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie... I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is, is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind and Meaning, I always was, was like, let's get Green Roads as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily, uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions. Uh, to help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, meaning that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. 
So Green Roads is led by a, co- a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, meaning I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select mm-hmm. our they select their hemp from high-quality American farms. And also, not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote-unquote white label brand. So right now, you can go to greenroads.com, meaning, and save 25% off of your entire purchase. Wow. 25% off of everything, meaning. That's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com, and use promo code MEANI at checkout. It's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code MEANI at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. No, let's uh, I... give a shout out to our. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to. Let's give a shout out to our. Uh, we got a lively chat here. We sure the, do. Uh, the Pod Squad here at uh, patreoncom slash meaning We got Vanessa. Hello, Vanessa. Uh, we got Nate Smythe. We got Schlechter. We just uh, scroll. Up. We got Lucha. Lucha. I got, well, how do you spell his last name? I think it's Lachozo, if I recall correctly. Okay. Yeah, I you're believe. smarter. So. Wow, that's that's relative. But yeah. um, no, it's a great group every single week. Like, if you're not here in the Patreon group, like you should be, because this is a lot of fun. It's not just watching our beautiful faces record every week. We actually, it's interactive. We have a great group of people here. Um, okay. You have access to us early every single week. And you also get the video clips, which I'm going to upload the video clip of Road Dog and Casio Kid after this episode's done. And that way you'll get to see the video and you won't get to see that anywhere else except for in our Patreon right. group. So patreon.com slash mind of the meaning. Go sign up today. There's videos from Rob Van Dam that are up there. Uh, we're also going to upload, uh, uh, you know, this one that Road Dog sent over. So go ahead and Midian today. sent one in too. Midian right. sent one over to us. He sent one in, but he sent a, a video clip in. Yep. We also have Bill Alfonso's video as well. So if you don't want to miss any of this stuff, we've been here for 200 episodes. We're planning on being here for at least 250,000 more. Uh, So I think the math lines up on that, Meanie. I'm not sure. Uh, I believe that works out as far as 250,000. If, um, you know, it's funny. I'm trying to think about that now. If we did an episode every week. Yes. For the next 250,000 weeks. Right. Let's do the quick math on that. Someone is going to fact check me in the Patreon group. 250,000 divided by 52. So we would be doing shows for the next 4,807 years approximately, uh, which I think is I think is possible. You know, with the advances of modern technology and science, we could easily live into the 200s. And then AI technology after that, we could oh, send yeah. over voices to a Japanese company if we wanted to, and they could create us. <laughs> And then it would be, uh, they could listen to us forever, you know? Definitely wouldn't be creepy. It wouldn't be weird. Speaking of AI, <laughs> um, our buddy over at, uh, buddies, uh, over at DudesyCon to a little bit of a hot, mat, well, a little uh, legal pickle mm-hmm. because they did a, uh, they had an AI George Carlin comedy special. Yeah. Uh, which at the beginning of the special clearly says, this is not George Carlin. This is a, an, an impression of George Carlin. Says it right up front. So uh, 
George Carlin's daughter, Kelly Car- Car- Kelly Carlin, uh, has come out against what they did. Yep. Understandably so, uh, or respectfully so. You know, she's a... Uh, she does a lot of good stuff within the comedy world. She, uh, with the uh, National Comedy Museum in upstate New York, mm-hmm. yeah, which I've gone to, and it's fantastic. They have a room dedicated to George Carlin. George Carlin, oh, one of my biggest influences. Him, Eddie Van Halen, you know, uh, and then wrestling as a whole. Yeah, you know, was my 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 big three growing up. Was you know, I loved wrestling. I loved rock and roll. I loved stand up comedy. <clears throat> so uh, it came out yesterday that you know Kelly, you know the George Carlin estate. Kelly Car- Carlin's going to be uh, launched a uh, lawsuit versus Doozy. So oh, no. So here's it's like just like wrestling. I hate when two things I love are at odds with each other. Oh, you know, man. Like in wrestling, I could be friends with wrestler A right. and wrestler B. Wrestler A can like me, wrestler B can like me, but A and B hate each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's that kind of situation where I love Dudesy, I love George Carlin. Uh, I have no problem with the uh, comedy special because to me it's parody. It's, uh, you know, to me it's right up there where, you know, somebody doing an impression like Rich Little, you know, Rich Little, yeah. you know, when I was a kid, Rich Little was like a well known impersonation yeah you know, per- but i also see kelly's thing of wanting to preserve her dad's legacy so um and this is like the second time dudes he's kind of gotten in trouble because they had a <laughs> our comedy special with tom brady yeah they called it, it's it's so easy uh which if you listen to it, it that's yeah it was pretty good that was freaky scary as well <laughs> but and just to hear, you know, Tom Brady tell like filthy jokes was pretty cool. <laughs> but, uh, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know Kelly um, had started up a lawsuit. Now, is it an actual physical lawsuit or is it a cease and desist? There, yeah, there was no cease and it's straight up lawsuit. It was announced yesterday, oh, Friday. Oh man! So I was just like, that oh sucks. man, this, that this sucks. sucks. Yeah, it does. And um, you know, I hate. Seeing how uh, I hate again, I, I'm repeating myself, but I hate what seeing two, you know, uh, things I like, two groups of people I like, you know, at odds with each other. So we'll see what, what what's your take on AI and you know the George uh, Carlin on the George Carlin thing. Um, man, it's it's weird. It was weird for me to listen to that. Um, yeah. Because even though I knew it was an impression and even though, like, I was aware that it was, like, you know, not really him, it's still, yeah. like, mm, should we be doing this? You know, like, and I know, like I said, when we talked, we talked about Will and, and, and Chad with it, uh, and, and it was just, like, you could see that they were both visibly uncomfortable with it as well. Like, that was the other thing that got me, right? It was, like, you could see their discomfort in the conversation, and in the in the approach of it, um, AI is difficult, man. Because again, like I'll, I'll give you an example. So um, recently, uh, we're actually I guess it's been going on eleven or twelve years now. My 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 one of my best friends, Scott, he passed away in two thousand and twelve. Um, he made he made music. His his rap name was Sparks. Uh, 
And okay. he, when he died, we had a bunch of these songs and features that he had put together that were just there. And we were putting together like a record and we ended up calling it The Vault, which was like a bunch of his stuff and a bunch of different people that we worked with. They all, it was like this big collaborative project. And I finally put it on streaming services about a year and a half ago. So just to get it out because I was like, it was kind of like stuck on SoundCloud and I wanted to kind of just get it out there, right? And so I got hit with a couple of copyright strikes, which I didn't realize that not everything was sample free or, you know, royalty free or anything like that. And so the one producer and I, in Richmond, who does some of the um, musical accompaniment on the show for our ad reads, um, yes. actually both ad reads, uh, in Richmond does those, those beats. And we were like, all right, well, let's figure out how we're going to make this work because we don't want to not have Scott's music out there. Uh, for people, you know, our friends and people who want to discover it. But also, like, we want to figure out how we're not going to get pinched again. So Rich found some um, AI software that basically separated the lyrics from the music itself. And then okay. could even, like, he threw some old 70s record into this thing. And it separated out the drums and... Um, then it was set, it soloed out the bass guitar and then the guitar itself. And the, it was like the craziest thing I've ever heard, but it was flawlessly pulled apart. So we weren't necessarily when we, so we took Scott, some of Scott's songs that got hit with the, um, the copyright strikes and we put them in this AI and it extracted his vocals completely. And we were like, oh shit. So now we're able to recreate a new sound out of something that existed before without changing the fundamental integrity of what he did, right? Like we're not putting words right. in his mouth. We're literally using what he recorded in 2002, 22 years ago. We're now putting this onto a new beat and creating something magic out of it. And so I think for those reasons, uh, the same thing with the Beatles record, right? Like they were finally able yeah. to utilize an incredible piece of technology to essentially finish an unfinished Beatles record without making John Lennon say anything. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's complicated. I think, and you know, there's, there's stuff going on about Taylor Swift now too, with some AI and some disgusting AI images that, that were posted about her. And she's okay. currently working on, um, you know, potential legal ramifications for that as well, as she rightfully should. Yes. And I think, I think there's a, there's a, drawback to this kind of stuff. While it could be used to help hear John Lennon or to hear Sparks in a, in a new way, there's also opportunities for, you know, for all intents and purposes, fucking weirdos to make weird shit like this. Yeah. And I think that's, for me, that's the scary part of it. But I do also think that there's a potential for it to be really cool. And just like all, all technologies, right? All technologies can be great. All technologies can be shit. It's just a matter of where it meets. Um, yes. I'm, I'm disappointed, but understanding as to why Kelly filed the lawsuit. Like, I get it. But it's also, like you said, it's like, oh, that sucks for those guys. Because I'm sure they did, they did that and didn't think they were going to get sued by the Carlin estate. But now yeah. they're entangled in this whole thing. And it's just, it sucks. It's a, sh it's a I, shitty situation. I made the mistake of going through the comments, you know, when they're talking about the lawsuit and people are like, oh, copyright lawsuit, this, that, and the other thing. I was like, well, you can't really do a copyright strike because they didn't use any of his written material. It was all 
just yeah, like a parody. It was just a parody of you know, what would George Carlin say now? And uh, it's going to be interesting. This is going to be a historic lawsuit, I think, when it comes to AI. Oh, you you know what? I didn't even think about the the precedent that this could set too. You're right. It could. It absolutely could. If it gets up to like the Supreme Court level, which it it could if they, I mean, I can't, well, like to be clear, like I can't imagine that um, Will and Chad would fight it all the way up to the Supreme Court, but realistically it could set tone and tenor for additional um, litigation that comes down from that. Fuck, man, that's part of the history books now, like, you know, like, like over an AI bit. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they didn't profit off of it because they, you know, they, uh, Put it out for free, yeah, on YouTube. So, you know, because they have a Patreon too. So, they they showed like maybe two seconds on the uh, the show show, but it was released as a as its own entity where there was, you know, it was you know they didn't put it on their their Patreon where they could have potentially profited from it. So yeah, there's yeah. no, you know, profiting from it and there's no copyright because it's not any of George's original written work. So it's, this is going to be a, 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 a interesting uh, legal thing to, to follow. You know? I think the only thing that I can think of that may have some legal precedent uh, Luchu just says seven words AI can't say. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it just caught us all. I was like, I got to say this. Um, and a uh, shout out to uh, Machete Von Kill saying, at least they didn't do they didn't do AI George Corlin porn. <laughs> to which I say, yuck. Yucky um, ducky. Yucky ducky, as my kids would say. Um, the only thing that I can think of uh, would be the fact that they said um, that they inputted all of his material. They they used, you know what I'm saying? So like there's, there's or the AI dudesy itself said that they listened to all of George's material. Yeah. Theoretically speaking, from a legal perspective, now I don't know the ins and outs. To be clear, everyone, I am not an attorney. This is just information that I've learned over the course of my life. So Neither of us are. I, neither of us are giving legal advice. We're just talking about this. So just want to be clear. However, there's no legal precedent when it comes to an AI case like this, right? So the discussion then becomes, is it copyright infringement because of the fact that the AI generating machine said, I listened to George Carlin's material and I created an entirely new impression of him Right. From a legal perspective, there is an argument to be made that that is now copyright infringement or, you know, I should say copyright infringement at the very least uh, or at or I should say at least would be plagiarism at the, at the very worst. It could potentially be copyright infringement for his written and recorded material. Because um, then you have things like HBO would have to get involved in that and any of the people who own parts of all – like there's all these different mechanisms and things. So then what's their legal liability or culpability in regards to HBO or in regards to any of the other you know platforms that own his material or anyone else he worked with? Um, 
I, but I do agree now that you said that, like I'm, I will be watching this very closely and it also in tandem with the Taylor Swift controversy and the stuff that she's going to be doing, because then that could set another precedent when it comes to imagery, because that's been a big thing too, is that the, the deep fakes and all this bullshit with all these weird people yeah. doing nude photos of like, it's disgusting. And it's like, there's gotta be a line to it somewhere. So it's the um, scary part is somebody using AI or a deep fake and it leads to or where like right. somebody makes it, they somebody puts it on the TV. No, imagine being in North Korea. And they have this AI generated thing, and you know they show it to the, the people in North Korea who are, are totally brainwashed, and uh, they they believe that you know they're going to war and stuff like that. And you you could justify doing something based on a an AI deep fake or something like that. It could, it could yeah. be used for for something really bad. Meanie. Yes, sir. Fantasy football champs as well. Our friends at Manscaped want to congratulate you on making it to the 2024 playoffs. As for the rest, well, the fantasy gods have spoken and it's time to shave off that didn't make the cut playoff beard. No more hiding behind facial hair. Embrace the clean slate with Manscaped's beard hedger because nothing should be as unruly as your failed trade strategies embrace victory and join the 10 million men who trust manscape with our special offer go to manscape.com and use promo code mindmeanie for 20 percent off and plus free shipping meaning i want to ask you about your first impressions of the beard hedger and how it's helped keep the meanie beard looking fresh and spotless Beard Hedger has been a game changer. Uh, I, you know, I'm known worldwide for this beard. And uh, the Beard Hedger helps me keep it neat, keep it clean. I got my own custom uh, settings for the guard so I could get the same exact cut each and every time. I love the Beard Hedger and I don't know where I, my life has been without it. And I know that I have enjoyed it very well. Keeps the goober beard looking nice and tight here as well in between my visits to the barbershop. So gentlemen, tidy up your act with a clean shave before you draft your way to redemption next season. Manscaped is the ultimate franchise player to take your face to the end zone with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. This package has made it easier than ever to craft your signature look and is a premium beard sculpting machine. It features the Beard Hedger Cordless Trimmer. It has one guard with 20 different lakes, 20 meanie, and it's waterproof. That's right, no more drawers full of 20 different guards. Shower shave as much as your heart desires. Don't just shave, indulge in the liquid luxury. Our kit includes specially crafted formulations to keep your beard looking brilliant and lastly meaning as a bonus manscaped has thrown in a beard accessory pack that comes with the beard brush beard comb and beard scissors for the finishing touches every modern bearded gentleman deserves so get 20 percent off plus free shipping by using our promo code mind at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code mind get ready for fantasy football offseason offseason like a true grooming champion with the beard hedger pro kit you're not just shaping your beard you're crafting a winning look manscape.com use promo code mind meaning and we want to thank them as always for sponsoring the program it's 
it's wild. I mean, like I said, last, last point on it, it's like, you know, we were talking about like the AI voices and we don't talk about politics here, but like there was a news story that just came out the other day that Democratic voters were getting robocalls from an AI generated Joe Biden voice. So oh, that wow. stuff and telling them not to not to come out to the voting booth for, um, you know, primaries and not to vote for any Democrats. Or, and it's just like that stuff is already starting. And while in, in your head, you're like, oh, I can't imagine that I would actually if I got a phone call like that, that I would actually believe that, you know, Joe Biden was calling me not to vote for him. You know what I mean? Like there are people who are not. <laughs> Like, you know, I mean, if, if I get a phone call from a political there candidate. There are people who are not tech savvy. Right. There's people who don't have that, those mechanisms that can't, under, they, that, that aren't able to translate the fact that it's not Joe Biden or Donald Trump on the phone and it's going to get crazy. So yeah. um, I, I, I appreciate you saying that because it's like, I, I didn't even think of that part of it. And now that you, yeah. now that you brought it, it's like, oh fuck, man, this is, this is huge. This could potentially have huge ramifications for the industry as well. Um, I, 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 I wish people would learn the uh, art. Well, not the art. I wish people would learn how to take a pause. Yeah. When it comes to reacting to things, because we, you know, people are just ready to be outraged, you mm -hmm. know, at the drop of a hat. And <clears throat> there's been plenty of times in my life I've seen something and gone, gotten outraged and, Talked about it and then gone and you know uh, turn out yeah you know, I, I put all this energy and being outraged about something and it turns out the thing's bullshit you know just like oh what the fuck you know just yeah why that's why when I hear something now I just sit here and go all right let's let this play out yep. <laughs> because I've it. been burned I've been burned too many times with you know uh, something that you, you only get one side of a thing you know. And it's you know it's the nature to you know, you know nature of you know being human you mm -hmm. you react to things but the uh, people I wish people could learn patience and just wait for you know something to you know play out and that's where we're going to have to go with this AI stuff because there's going to be stuff that's going to come out and people are going to think it's real mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to have to reel yourself in and go okay is this real or is this real or is this Memorex? I'm old enough to remember that ad. You know? I understood that reference though. Yes, real yeah. or Memorex? Yeah. yeah. So that's where we're at. Speaking of things that we're waiting to play out, Blue, if I may call you Blue, friend of the show, Dave LaGreca, who calls you Blue. Um, <laughs> I have a question for you, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. Are you ready to ask Manny? I would love to. It's time to ask, me ask me something. Don't forget, tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeany, and you may hear them asked on the program uh, each and every week. Here, this is our favorite my segment. Favorite of the show. episode, my favorite, my, my favorite, uh, my favorite feature on the show. Uh -huh. We got uh, our seltzers here today. I door dashed some shit to myself because I knew I was going to forget, and I didn't want to because you can't take it on the plane. I can't take it on a plane. So uh, I have some Zevia grape, which is my favorite uh, Zevia flavor. Meanie's got his old trusty sidekick my, there. I'm going to be drinking pumpkin pie well into uh, – I'll be watching Philly's game drinking this fucking pumpkin pie. So. <laughs> Meanie, is that a, Meanie, it's April and you're drinking pumpkin pie seltzer. 
Yeah, that shit was 79 cents a case, motherfucker. You and know? also, too, and also too, mind your fucking business, okay? I'll do what I want. Yeah. Do what I, I'll do what I as, fucking want. As Mama, as Mama Mimi would say, mind your beeswax. <laughs> that, is the best, that is the best way to put it. Uh, I'm going to crack this here in uh, three, two, one. Oh, yeah. It doesn't have the same panache as it does when I have my microphone in front of me, but... It works. Oh, God, it's so good. Pinky's up. It's quite pin, quite pungent. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. That smells like pure gasoline. As I uh, just poured half the can down my fucking tits. <laughs> right all over my boobies. Uh, so we're going to start with a uh, question. Yes, Brits all over my boobies. Speaking of boobs, uh, I was watching the uh, Buffalo Bill Kansas City Chiefs game. And J.C. Kelsey was in the, the box, and when his brother Travis scored a touchdown, he was shirtless and hanging out the window going, yeah, yeah cheering for his brother. <laughs> and, and later, uh, there's a uh, they showed a text from um, the Kelsey's babysitter who were watching her kids. The babysitter tweeted uh, either Kelsey's mom or wife saying that their daughter was at home going, Dad's boobs are showing. <laughs> the fucking thing ever. Listen, you may not like it, but this is what the peak male body looks like. Okay, this is peak male performance at its finest. So, Yukon, uh, what is it? Yukon Cornelius, or yeah, <laughs> from, from uh, Frosty the Snowman. Yes. Yep. That's exactly. That's literally. That's the best. The best designator for him. Um, so Schlichter, I'm going to go ahead and ask this question and we're going to just like kind of tap it very lightly here and give you our, our, like, just answer it very briefly. Uh, Schlichter wants to know, do we dare touch on the recent resignations that happened in WWE and TKO? Uh, short answer, no. Right. Long answer. Uh, I will refer to what I just said about AI and say... Let's hear the whole story, you know, and I'll leave it at that. I'll say this. We're not like it's a legal. Uh, I, it's a pressing legal matter is where we're at. And it's a current legal matter and it's actively in the legal state. And we're just we're just not prepared to talk about that kind of stuff. Look, if I was about hot takes and clicks and right. I could you know say the wildest thing and. To get people, I I don't want that attention. I just want right. to. I know as much as all of you guys know, so uh, I'm sitting here waiting for everything to unfold. So yep. we'll leave it at and, that, and we'll pop it at that. Uh, Nate Smythe, Sheridan Ford Sales wants to know: Meanie and Adam, Scrapple, yes or no? I will start that off with fuck yes. Every Scrapple. day, all day. Uh, slightly burnt to a crisp with, uh, with a egg over easy on top of it. Ooh. You break Ooh. that fucking yolk open. It's hot in here. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ah. I'm bottom nude. Ooh, uh, man. I just went from six to midnight. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> it's either, uh, it's either, it's either quarter, <laughs> it's either, uh, Quarter after three, or Mickey has a hard on. 
to quote George Carlin. <laughs> um, my favorite way to eat Scrapple is to deep fry it, actually. Uh, working in a oh. deli, you, you just drop that shit in a deep fryer for a couple minutes, man. It's nice and crispy on the outside. And it's real still soft, but not like mushy on the inside. And it's cooked fully all the way through. Mwah. My own. Such good Much shit. I love Scrapple, but it is the part of the pig they thought was too disgusting for hot dogs. <laughs> yes. Know, just, but everything, everything but the oink is what they call it. So Yeah. Yeah. But uh fuck yes. Yeah, dude. All day. There's a great spot uh called the Market Street Grill in Westchester. Okay. It is fabulous place. Go and check them out. Shout out to Christian Greco, who's the owner of the place. Fabulous place. Um they have something called the telly, which is my usual go-to breakfast when I'm in town over in Westchester. And it's a bunch of scrambled eggs and green peppers and onions with a big piece of fucking scrapple on the top of it and their specialty andouille sausage gravy. My blessed brother in Christ, when I tell you, <laughs> it is the best fucking thing I've ever eaten in my life. Like... Yeah. Throw some hot sauce on that bitch. We are in business. I might Delicious. Have to, I have to make a trip. When you come come through, I will take you over there. It is unbelievable. Um, it's I I know like as soon as I get home, Courtney and I are gonna Mrs. Goober and I are gonna are gonna hang out. We're gonna get breakfast. I already know what I'm gonna get. I'm like I have it ready on the DoorDash app. So um, you should definitely definitely try that. Uh, Schlichter has another question here. Speaking of Pennsylvania sure. Dutch adjacent foods, I love the reference, pal. PA Dutch, all day represent. Uh, adjacent food like Scrapple. Do you guys know of or like shoe fly pie? Excuse me. That's, make, that's me making room for shoe, high, shoe fly pie. <laughs> I do like shoe fly pie. Uh, yeah, you definitely get that out towards Lancaster area where the uh, the Amish are, and uh, yeah. yeah, big fan of that. Uh, a little dry, little dry, but uh, pretty good. Look, yeah. it would have to really be repugnant for me to turn down some kind of pie, you know? Yeah, pecan pie, which was my mom's favorite, pumpkin pie, coconut cream pie. Sound like fucking Bubba Gump over here. Coconut uh, <laughs> cream pie, pumpkin pie, cherry pie, apple pie, fucking tasty cake with their uh, Dutch apple fucking Ooh, pie. Now you're speaking my language, brother. Put some fucking ice cream over that. Woo! Throw that shit in the fucking microwave for a little bit, get it warmed up, man, and then throw. Oh, so good. I have, to show some, I have to show some love. My I have a friend, Greg Greenland. <laughs> Did you hear that slam? Uh, that was me. I'm getting excited. <laughs> Did you hear the table raise? Uh, <laughs> pardon me. Do you need to change a tire? They say Viagra is one part aspirin, two part fix a flat. Oh my god! <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Shout out to my boy Greg Greenland. If uh, you're from the Philly, Maryland, New York area, he's like a, a fan who's basically one of the boys. Uh, 
he snuck his way into to a couple WWF skits backstage. You know, hey, what are you doing? Come here. But uh, every time we go to like a Denny's or something, he'll go, uh, I'd like to get a piece of chocolate cake. Microwave it. Please microwave it for 30 seconds and uh, a scoop of vanilla ice cream. So when you said, when you said put it in the microwave, I thought of Greg immediately because that's like a running joke between me and Mrs. Meany because we, we rib Greg on the on the uh, square about that. He's a great dude, but you know. that's awesome. Yeah. But uh, shoe fly pie, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, he says, "Oh, I uh, need a sloppy wet bottom." There are two kinds of shoe fly pie: the full cake like version, or the wet bottom, which I have not tried. But I'm all, uh, I'm all down for eating some wet bottom. So, <laughs> wet bottom sound like a good time. Um, yeah. Let's see, Justin Bartz wants to know. Looking like Hooch from Turner and Hooch. <laughs> <laughs> Like groceries. So here we go. Uh, Justin Bartz wants to know how many ballparks. Carl's going to be like, Jesus Christ, you guys are awful. Uh, how many ballparks have you been to? Which ones are at the top of your list that you haven't seen yet? Oh, man. I, I think I've only been to three. And two of them were in Philly, the Vet and Citizens Bank Park. I've uh, the other ballpark I've been to is uh, Fenway. Mm. Uh, Fen, I I was up in Fenway working, and my buddy's like, I got you know Red Sox tickets, and I went to see uh, the Red Sox versus the A's. Mm. Way, and that was a cool experience. And then we went to a bar afterwards, and they wouldn't let me wear my hat, so I was like, fuck this place. Um, as far as like places I want to go, um, uh, how many historic ones are left? Uh, Cam- Camden Yards, I think, is one of the only ones left, right? I probably have. I I probably would need to go to Camden Yards. Mm-hmm. It's Yankee Stadium. The, the real Yankee Stadium doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Um, yeah. I want to go to uh, Wrigley Field. I'd love to go yes. to Wrigley. Yeah, even though I've been told it's it's a lot different on the inside than it used to be, you know mm-hmm. they've they made it over quite a bit, but still, just to go there, I'd love to go to uh, Wrigley and see a game. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd I would like to visit like the more historic ballparks and stuff like that. That's kind of where I'm at too. Um, obviously, the Vet and uh, Citizens Bank Park. Um, I've also been to Fenway as well. Um, I think those are my two answers, though. With as far as Camden Yards and Wrigley Field, I think those are the only two. I've been to Yankee Stadium, the new one, uh, but I didn't go there for baseball. Jay Z and Eminem were doing their concert series at Yankee Stadium in 2010. So beautiful ballpark. I mean, it was beautiful, um, but it wasn't, you know, wasn't for baseball purposes. So what's funny is I, the first time I went to the vet was for a wrestling show and not uh, uh, baseball. I went to the Great sure. American Bash in '86 at Vetcher Stadium. Oh, that's crazy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it was pretty cool. And uh, the security was kind enough to let me go up and, you know, take a photo next to the ring and stuff like that. So that was, that was pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Uh, Splichter uh, chimes in. This says, yeah. third oldest stadium now is Dodger Stadium, which I would like to go to as well. Thank you for the – thank you for uh, reminding mm. me because I want to – my biggest fear is yeah. going to say such and such park and they're like, oh, it doesn't exist anymore. And I go, I'm uh, stupid. 
That's yeah. why I said that too when I went about Camden Yards. I was like, is it still operational? I don't even know. But Dodger Stadium would be a cool one to go to as well. Um, I think yeah. that would be fun. Yeah. Uh, let's see, RJ Krasinski. What's up, RJ? What's going on, dude? What it is, man? Uh, thank you for your questions, as always. Appreciate podcast reffing it up. Reffing it up. They got a they got an anniversary coming up too. Yeah, um, we'll have anniversary. To make sure. It's a year, I think. Right? Is it? Is it a year? Yeah. Awesome. Good for that. Year, a year or it's a year or a hundred episodes. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yeah, but I, that's a feat. You know? Yeah, and keep it up, guys. Um, what are I got oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, I got to say, yeah, don't po- po- people think podcasting is easy. It's it's fucking hard, especially when, like, thank God for Adam's gift to Gab because there's some days where I have absolutely <laughs> nothing in the tank, and then like he'll, he'll sometimes Adam will carry the fucking load for me. I appreciate just, that, man. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, but, uh, I, I, I was. Song, uh, 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 it was a grateful fucking dead zone. <laughs> Put the load on Fanny or something like that. Yeah, take yeah, take a load off Fanny. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. Load off Manny. <laughs> I um, I was sitting here this morning. Full disclosure, like I had talked so much yesterday. I was like, oh my god, what are we going to talk about today? And it's just, for, like I said, with us and our our dynamic, it just is. It feels like it just is so easy to like just go into something, right? Like I said, we, you know, we, you've heard us say it here before on the show. Like we don't plan ahead for any topics unless it's like a major thing. Um, we typically are like, Oh, we may, you know, we'll talk about this or, you know, we want to make sure we bring it up. But otherwise it's a lot of just free flowing stuff. And I feel like that's made the, that's made the difference for us because we're not set to any format. We're not sent to any specific thing. Even when we had Al on, we didn't have any, specific goals in mind it was just like hey let's bullshit with Al like that's kind of and that's what we do and I think that's the best part of doing this show um, yes but yes uh, RJ wants to know what are your thoughts on the Pro Bowl format it's better than what it was I guess they do like a lot of skills competitions you know the Pro Bowl would be a thing where they they'd have a game yeah Wait, nobody's nobody's really tackling and you know nobody's really trying to like you know break up a pass because they don't want to get injured and spend their whole off season you know get you know imagine you go to the pro bowl your season's over you're at the pro bowl and you blow your knee out in the fucking pro bowl right. and then you're right. you're fucked for the whole next season so now they do they do a bunch of skills competitions which is cool kind of like hockey and they do uh flag football i believe which is it's cool a lot, uh, a little bit more competitive, a lot more safer. So um, I dig it. I dig it. It's better than what it was, you know, which was basically uh, touch football. And you know, here here's the thing that that leads into the whole said NFL work. You know, it's like when I was a younger kid, I had no idea that they weren't really trying to hit each other at the Pro Bowl. I was like, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, I went to a boxing expedition and the ex- expi- expedition exhibition exhibition exhibition, and I had no idea they were they weren't really trying to fight. They were just sparring around and and then like somebody threw in a somebody threw a bit, fuck a potato. And everybody oh, went oh, I was like oh, Ooh. so they're really not trying to like, but they had me fooled, you know. But, yeah, 
But yeah, the Pro Bowl uh, <clears throat> format now, I, I dig it. I dig it. It's it's better, way better than what it was, which is basically just patty cake. Last question for today. It's a Rumble-themed question, Meanie. Charlie Carter wants to know, Meanie, what is your favorite Royal Rumble memory? Oh, I mean, as a fan, Mania 92 was the best Rumble to me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, that was like the murderer's row of rosters. You yeah, know? dude. Sure was. Uh, just that, that whole Rumble. Of that whole 92 rumble it's perfect mm-hmm. the chef's kiss so yeah. to speak uh, personally when I was in the rumble and I've shared this on uh, social media uh, I was in the corner and Draws and Edge were trying to eliminate me and if you watch closely I reach over I tickle both Draws and Edge or tickle <laughs> and you see them drop me and put me away because I just tickle. Yeah, I would, like if I'm in a battle royal, I'll tickle somebody or I'll reach up and yank on their armpit hair just to fuck with them. You know, just <laughs> like if I'm in a match, somebody throws me in the head scissors and I'm laying there and so on, I'll reach up and I'll pluck out a leg hair just to make them go, oh. you know, just to fuck with them. You know, that's hilarious, man. That's uh, yeah, shit. As a fan, the '92, that '92 Rumble. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, just look at the roster, and then personally being in the rumble, you know, uh, and then having a spot with, uh, you know, uh, Viscera, where it's a spot I've done before, where you know you tag somebody from behind, no, they no sell it, hit hit, and I just go fuck it. I put his hands on me and tell him to throw me out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that just refresh me? That's who eliminated you from the rumble, right? Was Viscera? Yeah, Viscera. Yeah, Viscera. And they they kind of missed it, you know. I, I, mm. I grabbed both hands. I put one on my back of my shirt and back on my pants. I go, I went, throw me out. <laughs> and he throws me out and the crowd pops. And, Man, you know. That's good, yeah. dude. That's cool. That's a good yeah. And what else is good shit, friends, is you listening to the show every week and sending in your questions. We really appreciate you being a part of the show. Uh, so don't forget, like we said, tweet your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie, even when you're not listening to the show, because we will still see them. And then we will ask them on the air. So, uh, Blue, I want to thank you for your patronage as always, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you for thank your you. time as always. Thank you to the pod squad as well. But, Meanie, I want everyone to know where they can keep up with all things Blue when they're not listening to us here. If you would like to follow Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, that's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and threads. That's at Blue Meanie BWO. That's at Blue Meanie BWO on all forms of social media. Uh, Thursday, April 4th, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. It's Meanie Mania, the party at McCusker's on the corners of 17th and Chunk in South Philadelphia. Uh, let this be the kickoff to your uh, WrestleMania week. Uh, I'm hoping to get wrestling fans from all over the country, all over the world. Come hang out at my favorite bar on the planet and uh, kick off your uh, WrestleMania week in a in one of my favorite bars in South Philly. So that's Thursday, April 4th, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. Hey, uh, SmackDown, McCuskers, Hall of Fame, McCuskers, WrestleMania, McCuskers, Raw, McCuskers. McCuskers is your spot to go to all weekend. Um, 
if you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Kyle and Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to KyleandElbowBrand.com, use coupon code Meanie, or use coupon code Mind and save 10% over there at KyleandElbowBrand.com. Uh, now that you got your shirts looking good and you're a bearded fellow like myself, uh, you, you want to look good and smell good. So go to madcatbeardcare.com. Get the Blue Spruce Beard Oil Herb Balm. Uh, shout out to my boy, Josh Thornton, who's doing an amazing job over there. He rounds up all the cats in this neighborhood. He takes them to the vet. He takes them to uh, get fixed up and he sends them off better, happier, and healthier than they found them. So if you love a cat lover like myself, go to madcatbeardcare.com. Uh, the Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters created by the amazing Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself and many others I'm trying not to spoil. Go to ultraprowrestling.com or follow them on Twitter. Yes, it's still Twitter at UPW Video Game. That's ultraprowrestling.com or UPW Video Game on Twitter. Uh, I am lobbying hard for them to put in the Philadelphia Spectrum. Mm. Uh, we'll see if uh, lobbies uh, come to fruition, but we'll see. Please. Also, I was like, hey, man, uh, they had wrestling at Veterans Stadium, too. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying, you know, so we'll see what happens. The Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Mini are available now. Well, not for long. All Series 1s can be ordered right now at shop.figurescollections.com. That's shop.figurescollections.com. Uh, you can get the uh, old school Blue Mini or the BWO Blue Mini. Either way, there's no bad choices. Uh, shout out to Jim Nelson over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade custom BWO Air Jordan 1 sneakers for Stevie, Nova, and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. So follow Jim on all forms of social media. At GOI Kicks. That's at GOI Kicks. Uh, to have the Blue Mini on your podcast, go to podstars.net. That's P O D S T A R Z.net. Register your podcast and then book the Blue Guy for your podcast over there at podstars.net. Uh, cameo.com slash Blue Mini BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Book through the site, not through the app, because the app takes too much money over there at cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO. Uh, let's make somebody stay a little bit happier and uh, brighter through uh, cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO. Again, book through the site and not through the app. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Oh, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, and Blue Sky. At this is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand, pal. You can follow me there and keep up to date with all my Royal Rumble coverage this weekend. And going forward, uh, you can check it out there. You can also check out my other show, Foundation Radio, at foundationradio.net. I'll be airing uh, at some point coming up this week all of the audio from the interviews, including Kofi Kingston, Nia Jax, the Alpha Academy, and more, foundationradio.net. You can find them both at the Premier Podcast Network. You can listen to all of us there. And uh, check out all the other great shows that are on the network with us. Brotherscatter.com. 
Go and pick up your official Adam Bernard Wrestle Buddy. There are only, I believe the last time I checked, there are only four remaining left out of the limited run of 25. So I want to say thank you to everyone who has bought one and picked one up. Uh, hopefully you're not using it as a voodoo doll because that's not the purpose of it. But And if you are, please stop poking me in my fucking back. It hurts. So, brothersgather.com. Uh, you can go and pick your, uh, your Wrestle Buddy up today. You can also get... Your best buddy, Blue, as well. The Blue Meanie will be there as well. And for as an additional treat, you can get a two-pack. That's right, two-pack. Two-pack of your favorite podcast hosts there together, the Mind and Meanie official two-pack at brothersgatter.com. The Feinberg Method. Use promo code Goober and save up to 20% off of your entire purchase. My trainer, Brad Feinberg, is ready to help you with your both your physical and mental well-being. He is ready for you, so go to the feinbergmethod.com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop in downtown Lawrenceville the outskirts of Pittsburgh. You saw me rocking their sweatshirt yesterday during my media events, and they are ready to help you look great with your hair and beard needs. So go to schedule an appointment today at the 10th Ward Barbershop and go to 10thwardbarbershop.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Pick up a shirt, keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Sign up today and become a part of the pod squad. Tears start at just $10, so you have no excuse not to. So go and check it out. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Like, comment, and subscribe and help us get us in the freaking algorithms because that's the way to do it. And thank you to our sponsors, Manscaped and Green Road CBD, for sponsoring the program today. Meanie, I want to thank you as always, sir for doing this wonderful program that we do together each and every week. I'll be returning to Philadelphia for next week's episode, so I'll sound crystal clear for Carl as well as he edits the show, and I want to thank the pod squad for being here today. For the Blue Meanie, I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. That's me. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is performed by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at Mind of the Meanie. And become part of the pod squad by going to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Mini's brain out.